welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Welcome to a new podcast. My name is Dawn Piercy. I am your host, and tonight I am bringing you a very special guest. He is a fashion designer, and not only is he a fashion designer, but he's also done some cinematography work. Um, he has also um, acted in a few movies. He's known for his wor- work on uh, the short film from 2004, Wakan, which is also available on Amazon Prime now. Arlie D. Washington, welcome to a new podcast. It's great to have you on as a new guest. Tell us a little bit about where you're at. Uh, well, thank you, first of all, uh, Don, for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm very happy to be, uh, be, be be on your podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I'm here. I thought I thought about a place, you know, you went for the interview. I'm here at the downtown Los Angeles Library in downtown L.A. And um, I come here. Um, I used to come here a lot because um, there's a lot of room here. Mm-hmm. I'm on the arts level, the second level, um, you know, I would come here and do uh, finish up some beadwork or, or do some sketching and drawing. I would actually come here to this library. So there's a there's a lot here. Um, it's like a few stories high underground and um, art galleries. They have uh, showing just different things. It's definitely a place to to come if you're wanting to read and or you're you know artistic and you want to feed feed the mind. So very nice. So that's where I'm at, at the Los Angeles Downtown Library. It kind of looks like it pe- can be used as a muse. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Um, they always have different. Uh, they have an art gallery, which I'm going to walk through a little later. They always have different features there. Um, they have different um, artists, poets. They have uh, musicians, all types of film. Um, and so it's always uh, and it's free too. So that's what's awesome. You know, you don't have to, you know, pay. So very nice. Yeah, place, yeah. Now. Definitely. I know you recently wrapped up a fashion show within the last couple of weeks. What can you tell us about the fashion show, the after party, and your designs that the models wore? Uh, Well, I I just um, finished a two-year program uh, at Los Angeles uh, Technical uh, Trade Tech College. Okay. And um, in the industry out here, it's, it's very well known. Um, because it's, they give you a very extensive program. They teach you how to actually um, sew. First of all, that's the first class you would take is sewing. They teach you how to grade, um, how to actually make the pattern, um, create your own design, fabric, textiles, um, pattern one and two, um, draping. They cover just about everything. And so at the end of um, your, your two years, uh, they have a fashion show called the Gold Thimble. Okay. And I've been to every one for the last two and a half years as I was going to school. And prior to me going that year, that fashion show before, because they have two a year. They have one in spring, in May, and they have another one in, in, in winter in December. So uh, Kanye West actually hosted the one prior to me going to school there. And that's what okay. I, I was interning with somebody um, with the label Yana Cage, which is still in business. And um, I interned for her and the grading, um, if you know about you know fashion, the grader is the person who basically sizes your clothes 
from small to large, mm-hmm. you know, so forth. So he told me about LA Trade Tech and, and I looked into it and I ended up just going and, and going and going and going and I, I completed it, you know. So they had that fashion show, the gold thimble. Mm-hmm. And you have to make um, how many grown? We start out with some jeans, which I actually do have. Um, we can get a good shot. This is a, one of the projects that we had to do. Okay. Um, we made our own actual jean. And uh, so I made the pockets linen. Yeah, show us the pockets. Um, you've got your, your uh, okay. Now on the back, on the design, I noticed on a picture, you have an A and a W for Arlie Washington yeah, right. on the stitch. Is this PG or? What <laughs> We're almost not PG. Okay, well, now there, it's PG. I, I don't know. Can you see it? That's fine. Okay, go down just a little bit. Just a little bit. Move it down. Move it down. There. Okay, we're almost yeah, there. We got your belt. So, <laughs> that's a first. <laughs> but, you know, that's my, my initials, um, A&W, yep. so for Holly Washington. So I had to, I made these, and um, I had to make a redesigned dress. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually sent you a picture of it. Um, I made that from a men's blazer and uh, a men's uh, button-up shirt. Okay. And basically, you have to recreate that. I had to make a, a woman's day dress, and um, that actually walked in the show. I seen that. And, um, the jeans didn't, because this was just basically the first project to see if you knew how to, if you learned, you know, what you were supposed to up to go thimble. Right. And um, so, this is the first time I actually wore these. So okay, I'm nice. Going to an event later on today, so I said, you know what, I'm going to wear these, and I actually have uh, a shirt that I. I designed prior to me going to school. Um, so to and, and uh, cut this pattern, everything, um, button up. And that's Very one nice. of the special that I want to do is have a fine men's clothing line um, with various button ups. So I have that on. Um, and I had to make a, a swimsuit that actually walked in the fashion show. Um, I think I sent you some footage. Okay. I had to make, um, the theme was uh, Woodstock because this was the 50th. Yes. 50th year of uh, the Woodstock. Okay. So um, I made a tie-dye um, two-piece and I actually made a, a chiffon cover-up with the hood oh, nice. and um, that walked in the show. Um, and actually it wasn't by, like I didn't plan it. I put an open call on Instagram um, and I was looking for a model because I made a, you had to make a size four, five, six, or um, they want it between a four and no bigger than a 10. So I made an eight right. you know, in between. So I put an open call and um, somebody responded. They missed the actual audition. And I started looking at her profile, her Instagram. And I noticed, because I'm, I'm Native American, I'm Navajo and Hopi uh, uh, Indian from Native American from, from Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I noticed she had pictures with Native regalia on. And I said, oh, she's native. So I looked through her, her profile. I saw her in a jingle dress and I reached out to her and I asked her, I asked her that first, you know, and then I told her who I was and I ended up getting her in the fashion show and she walked. Her name's Stor- uh, Stormy Perdash. Okay. E-R-D-A-S-H. Um, she's on Instagram. Um, and mine is Arlie, um, all one word, A-R-L-E-Y Washington. And uh, so she walked, and she also walked in the evening dress I, I made. Um, 
I made a black stretch Armani um, evening dress, which has to be at least 44 inches long okay. to the ground. And um, so I made that and it fit her in the, she looked great in it. And what else? She wore the day dress. She wore, no, no, she didn't want, she wore the swimsuit and the evening, um, the evening wear. And uh -huh. she wore, I think just those two. Okay. And then I, I did a, a men's line. Um, I had a, I sent you a picture of that as well with the. Yeah. And for our audience, all they have the, to the do. Feather. That um, it's all here on your bio page. So after the interview, be sure to check those videos out. Check his designs out; they're amazing. Yeah, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I did make a. Um, it's considered a capsule line because a capsule line is basically where you have two outfits that are. If you looked at them, you would know that they are part of a a, a line. Mm -hmm. So they have to be similar in in color. Not necessarily style, but it has to be um, the best word to describe is cohesive. Okay. So I made uh, a, a men's button up. I made linen pants um, to match. Um, and then I made a, a knit hoodie um, with the feather design as well. Long sleeve with a linen cargo short mm -hmm. uh, to match. And it looked really good. Um, I actually had a model, uh, his name. Yeah, he's under loud underscore pack 14 mm -hmm. and his name Eve. and um it was actually his first time actually walking in um you know in an actual fashion show and um that you know he's uh, aspiring um to do that and he actually got a chance to do that and prior to him doing the show he actually got his first uh swimsuit uh photo shoot in huntington beach so okay was, nice nice yeah so me, well, doing my first fashion show, like having my own and being on the runway, he's mm -hmm. walking for the first time, you know, and the momentum was building and I seen that and he looked great. They actually used them several times in the fashion show for other people's garments. And I didn't mind. I mean, I want, you know, of course I wanted him to look good in mine, um, <laughs> but, you know, it, 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 you know fashion, yeah. everyone is, I'm number one, you know, that's right. Now, where do you see, um, share with us where you see yourself building with your design and um, where you're wanting to take that in the future? Um, well, the, the design, so what I'm doing now is I'm building, you know, I'm actually building a, a line and I'm making everything from the pattern to actually designing it, to sewing it. And um, I don't want to necessarily like get um, like bulk wholesale. Um, I want to actually have everything to be made under my label. Okay. So um, I'm planning, I'm shooting for um, Native City Fashion Week. Um, I've been, I've known about that for two years now. And um, I was trying to get to it this year, but I had so much to do with school. So I put that off and I'm going to shoot for that in March. So I have about nine months to prepare for that, which is not a lot of time, but I have some pieces already. I can redesign, you know, um, they have a, a certain criteria that they're looking for as well, because I looked at their um, qualifications mm -hmm. last year. So it looks doable because I know how to make that because I had to make leisure wear for men. I had to make uh, men's wear. I had to make a swimsuit. I had to make an evening dress. So I dealt with a lot of different material mm -hmm. and a lot of 
criteria is dealing with that. And a year ago, I didn't know how to do all do, So, do you ever have problems with your? I wasn't ready. Do you ever have problems with your sewing needle getting stuck? I I have an industrial size sewing machine. I sew a little, not not nowhere nearly like like you, of course. Um, but I have a problem with my needle getting stuck. <laughs> I'm just saying. I am sure oh, that many yeah. several people can relate in the audience that when you're sewing and using a machine and that needle gets stuck and you're like, you know, um, what do you do? <laughs> Well, um, a sewer would have, would have like several needles, like you would have a whole pack, you know, ready because they break. Um, and machines are very temperamental. I've, I've worked on several different single needles mm -hmm. and they all have their own personality. Um, one little change could, could mess up the whole machine. So right. needles, basically you have to change them. Um, you know, because it gets dull, especially if you're using like a, a thick material like um, leather or maybe like a, a thick denim. That's going to wear your needle down. And then when you're using like chiffon, um, you know, organza, you're going to switch to a, a skinnier, smaller needle. So okay. And, and I didn't know that in school. There's like four, four different, or actually different more, but basically four general types that you use for different fabric okay and, um, that's just to save from ripping from breaking and um just checking your machine uh -huh. um, they had people who actually fixed the machines at the school and i got to you know talk to them and hear you know hear what how, what the problem right. basically like you have to change make sure you keep it oiled you know don't put it away for a year then pull it out and start sewing or you're going to break it because it's all it's a machine right and your bobbins you know get a service um so basically wear and tear you gotta um you gotta take care of it uh one of the machines that i learned on um which my aunt has in her in her shop in hollywood it's probably about a hundred years old and i still i i still sew on it uh -huh. and i didn't realize how old that was and she just has kept it in great shape you know okay. the older they tend to work better than mm -hmm. you know not better, but it, they're they're motorized. It's it's simple. It doesn't have a lot of electronics. Right. So if it breaks. It's easier to fix. Okay. Of course, oh. Electronic. Yeah. Aside from fashion, I've got to ask you. And inquiring minds want to know. Tell us what it was like, and how you were able to be on Michael Jackson's in Michael Jackson's video, black and white. Oh yeah. Um, well, I, I grew up a little background, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm Navajo and Hopi. Uh, my mom is Navajo, um, originally from Tuba City area. And my dad is, it, it, uh, he passed away, uh, my, my late dad, uh, <laughs> years ago. He's a Hopi, uh, Tewa from uh, Palaka from First Mesa. So um, I, I, I moved out here to California when I was like four years old and I grew up out here um, off and on going back home and I started dancing um, in powwows um, out here because mm -hmm. it kept me connected to, to, my, to my roots. You know, being a, a young native kid coming from, you know, Flagstaff, Tuba City area and pretty much almost reservation life to straight to, to West Covina and La Puente, you know. And so I started dancing 
and um, I just got better, and, and I started progressing. I started dancing in the Powell circuit. Um, I was placing, you know, um, I, at that time, Gathering of Nations. Um, I was like, I was out there. Nice. And had an, an open audition um, for, for Michael Jackson. So um, I had done a few things, like they did an open call for um, On Deadly Ground, which um, I'm, you don't see me in that film my face but I, I was in there they did, they did the same thing where they had a bunch of dancers come out okay and they, all, they pick and that's what they did um here in hollywood and michael jackson himself was not there he had a team and we did like a grand entry and they filmed it and basically he handpicked the dancers he wanted um and there was a lot of dancers there and um, i was fortunate uh, to be picked and um so the other, uh, Jim Red Eagle, mm-hmm. uh, he's very well known in the Powell, Powell world. Um, Elizabeth Whipple, who's actually related to me through my uh, Napoli side, through my mom. Okay. And um, the other one, let me see me, and it's on a tip of my tongue. Oh. I have to remember. Um, but we were able to uh, take part in that, and we actually um, met Michael Jackson. We we uh, did some rehearsal. I actually have some footage um, on somebody sent me, mm-hmm. or, or I subscribed to Michael Jackson, and they had footage of raw footage of Michael Jackson and um, everyone rehearsing in the tree close. And, nice. he, and I was like, wow. So I, I saw that. So we got to interact with them mm-hmm. um, for about a month and then he didn't like because we did everything inside on a green screen mm-hmm. and once he saw that he didn't like it he wanted us to be outside everyone else was in green uh, green screen and one important well i wouldn't say important but one fact about that video they had the african they had the thai dancers they went to us they had the russian um okay. everybody Besides us, were actors. They rented those outfits, mm-hmm. and they actually, in our contract, they paid us to use our own outfits, which was, which was incredible because they rented all those outfits for for the other dancers. Mm-hmm. So we were like, well, if they're renting those, they're basically renting ours. Yeah, you know? it's always better to have real natives on, right? Yeah, so it's not so like John Wayne. <laughs> Yeah, so, so we were the we were the real deal, you know, and right. um, there and and so we reshot um, in that scene where you see all, all the horses. That was <laughs> shot right outside, um, right outside of L.A. Mm-hmm. Like um, like the five freeway going up towards Grapevine, like real close. It looks like it's the middle of nowhere, but it's really close. So um, I was able to do that, and um, it was it's a, it was an incredible experience. But at that time. I really didn't realize the magnitude of that video. And, you know, I'm, I was a teenager. I was like right. 14 years old. I got paid like $5,000, you know, which was a lot for me, you know, at that age. And um, now now I look back on it and I'm like very happy and proud that because he's gone, you know, he's, he's passed away. And not many people can say they actually did a video with Michael Jackson. Right. Absolutely. And, now yeah, you, so, you 
Mm-hmm. Did now after you were in the music video, did you do music videos after that? And what led you into acting and cinematography? Um, well, being out here in LA, um, the powwow, well, pow, the powwow was my 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 foundation, and when that was around the time when Dances with Wolves had came out. Um, there was a lot of native actors. The scene out here was huge. And I was young. I was like 15 years old and I was already in Hollywood. I would drag my mom, my, my mom to Hollywood and I was going to these like, parties, you know, at that age. And, um, people just started, um, you know, calling me and telling me about different auditions. And, um, around that time with the, with Dance the Wolves going on, it was just a big buzz of, of Native American culture and talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so somebody had asked me, um, I got a call one day for, um, they needed somebody without tattoos, which at that time I didn't have any tattoos or anything. I was, you know, I was only 15. And um, they had somebody in mind, but I guess he had a lot of tattoos. And it was for Robbie Roberts in, in the Red Road Assembly for Capitol Records. And that was like a huge series that had been on uh, uh, TNT at that time. Mm-hmm. So they called me up and of course I had to go with my mom because I was underage. She went with me. And um, if you remember that cover shot, I don't have a shirt. Yes. On. That, you know, that was that was me. And um, it was funny because um, somebody was asking me about that. And I remember my mom was there and she, and they asked me to take my shirt off. And I was like, I looked over at my mom and she looked at me and she was like, he's only 15, you know? And I was like, you know, what, it's, what, you know, I'll do it, whatever, you know? So I took my shirt off and, you know, I guess they wanted more of a, of a stoic look, I guess, you know? And um, yeah, and then, I, and then I ended up, um, at that time there was a blockbuster. Anybody remembers that? Like, Oh yeah. Like, Heck yeah. yeah. My face was all over in the front one day and I was like that's me and I, and I, I saw myself in Rolling Stones and there, and that's when I knew I was like okay Michael Jackson um, I'm doing a CD cover for Capitol Records and I, I knew I knew that that was something I wanted to do you know so then I later on um, I did um, a short film for Robert Zygma he's a director um, called Pecan Mm-hmm. And I actually did the lead role in that. Um, I got some IMBD credits for that. I didn't know that I had the credit, so I looked. I googled myself. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, and I did that film. Um, I was like around nineteen or twenty. Okay. And um, so, if if you've seen that film, that's me. Yeah, my hair was. I look back, my hair was like really long, and I was like, I have, and it's actually available on Amazon Prime right now. That's where I've seen it. Yeah, oh, okay. if you if you look it up, it'll say watch on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to. I, I want. I need to get a, a copy of that. I don't have a copy anymore, so I should buy buy one. Yep. Okay. So I did that, and um, I also got credit for a film. Um, there's an organization here in LA called uh, Homeway Productions. Mm-hmm. They help. Um, People who individuals, men and women, that don't no longer want to be in gangs, or they want to, you know, they want to remove their tattoos, 
right. you know, they're older family. So I did a short film, um, which was entitled uh, Tecalote, which means that's an old Nahuatl language and mm-hmm. night owl in English. So <laughs> I actually did about 90% of the filming on there, which I did get, get, get the credits for that. Right. And that was amazing um, filming because I got to see from the outside. And um, so I got the credits for that as well. And after that, you know, I kind of like I, I got a family and um, I just kind of went in, a, in a, a whole new direction. Like there. Do and, you uh, do you play music yourself? I, I seen a picture of you with the cedar flute. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, do. I, I actually have recordings like I've been a huge procrastinator in, in my earlier um, career. Um, I should have already had a CD. Um, I actually had got a contract um, with, uh, what was the name of that? that label? They do a lot of power, a lot of food music, Arbor Records, yeah. And I, it was, just, I don't know why it fell through, but, um, yeah, I should have had. I, I have recordings actually on um, two inch reel to reel, which is very hard to find. Okay. Um, but I did. I I do know some people. I just need to get around and do it. So I already have probably like an album just in that alone. And um, so it's something that I I, I, I play um, and I perform. I, but it's something that's more more spiritual for me. Okay. That's why I haven't. Now, do you drum too? Yeah, well, well being a power dancer, I'm, I'm an old and traditional dancer. And um, as saying, you know, one of the main keys of being a good dancer is having those songs. And being, being a drummer um, really helped me because I was able to feel that beat. And, you know, because it goes back and forth. Right. Solid. And know when to stop, how it starts, you know. And uh, so, I haven't drummed with a drum group in a while, but I used to sing with Eagle Heart. Okay. Uh, and we we did a lot of host uh, host um, powwows, and we were all young in our twenties, you know. And I was prior to kids, and you know, marriage, and you know, life. So when all that happened, of course, the drum groups break up, and we all you know, grew up and on our separate ways. But, um, yeah, powwow and drumming, that's like part of like what has made me into the individual that I am. Even with fashion, because with fashion, I had made all my own regalia. And that's, right. really, that's really where my fashion started from, was, um, was making my own, my own regalia. Okay. You know, so that's part of and doing now, the video now do you do all yeah. those little beads i do not have the patience for those tiny little beads <laughs> oh, yeah. you do that is like a meditation okay and, i could see um, that because i feel like i'm gonna have a panic attack i use them for certain things but if i'm gonna be putting them on something i'm like <gasps> and then i'm like i can't do it <laughs> It, it takes patience with beadwork. Um, you know, I know a lot of really talented bead workers, mm-hmm. and it really is time consuming. But it's more, um, 
I would say like therapy because if you don't have patience, like really you wouldn't, I mean, beadwork is not for you. Right. My yeah, sister it, makes earrings okay. the, the, with the oh, little okay. beads. And she had a, at the powwow, she had a booth um, that she used to set up. But now, she, you know, she's older. She's in her six, mid 60s and she kind of retired from that. But boy, could she really bead. I just don't have the patience for those tiny ones. Arlie, if, if if there's mm -hmm. one thing that you could tell the world, what would it be? Native Americans have a lot of talent in in various ways. In Heck yeah! Industry, um, both men and women. That's you know. Um, because the film, television, um, you know, being here in Hollywood, uh, being a dancer, I've been able to see the world as a native and also outside of how Hollywood thinks a native should be. And me growing up out here and going back home, I was able to, well, my younger years, I was, you know, fighting with identity like a lot of, you know, young native youth in an urban environment. Right. Um, there's just a lot of talented individuals, you know, um, that, that are, are native, you know, cause it, it's amazing. Even today, um, people that I meet, they, they don't think that natives are even alive, you know? Like, oh, I know. You know, and that just, you know, shows the, the lack of education, um, but also comparative to other ethnic groups and natives um, were a very small portion. Um, well, Los Angeles is the largest native population um, in the U.S. But really, Lake County, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, the county is huge. It goes from Norwalk, Long Beach, San Pedro, all the way up to um, the North Hollywood. Does anybody ever confuse you with being Hispanic? Yeah, I, I, I get that. You know. Um, a lot of the tribes down there, I mean, this is like a whole nother subject, but, um, you know, the, the indigenous um, portion uh, prior to, you know, Spanish colonialism and um, the mixing, um, there's a lot of uh, individuals way down in Mexico that still have a lot of the original indigenous blood. Yes. So I hear that a lot. People are like, way down in Mexico, you would like blend in. And um so i do get that um, but some people who know they know that like, you're native American, you're native right i'm like yeah yeah and you know um being here in, in los angeles a very big population of, of uh, hispanic and a lot of people do speak spanish so i don't understand spanish as well <laughs> as i could but i do get that probably on the basis you know um but that just goes with um the territory you know where, 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 where you live in your environment right so, yeah. Yep. So, well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be a new guest. And where can um, our audience follow you on social media to keep up with everything you got going on and when your fashion shows are? Um, well, on Instagram, you can uh, locate me at Arley, A-R-L-E-Y, Washington. Um, it's all one word. 
Uh, I do. I'm going to be starting a separate one soon, just for just for my clothing. Okay. Um, you can find me on uh, Facebook under the same A R L E Y Washington, and I should be have have the line um, up and running um, by I would say by March. Nice. I would have a, a items available for purchase. Okay. Um, so that's what I'm I'm going to be now and then is, is basically getting inventory because mm-hmm. um, I do get a lot of people who inquire about um, the samples and things I've made I just I just don't have it ready available for production and that's basically the next move so I have the schooling down I, I know how to go from A to B now it's time to build on the inventory and the business part of it so very nice um, that be very shortly so I'm, I'm really planning on next year i'm doing native city fashion week in march and i probably have to look into it now because um, they do have a um, native fashion show at gathering the nations um i heard they had the last thing called the theme party um so i'm also and also uh santa fe uh, marketplace um they've had a fashion show now for the last four or five years so nice. the native designing scene is picking up and i'm just waiting I was waiting to finish school, so those are on top of my, my list. Okay. To get there and let people see what I what. what Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. Yeah. And for our audience, like I said, go to our main platform, anewpodcast.com. Click Arlie's picture. It will take you directly to his bio page if you're not already there. And I've provided videos. You can check out his designs that he's done. Um, and... Uh, the the fashion shows and all of that good stuff i've provided all the links there for you um so you could follow him very easily and um if you like this show be sure to like it comment share so other people can enjoy it and subscribe so you can keep up with other new guests and if you feel fit to buy me a cup of coffee once a month for bringing you these episodes, you can do so on our anchor.fm platform under a new podcast. Until next time, keep it real. This is Dawn Piercy signing off.